Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee here, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And today, we're going to be talking about eight cancers to avoid, specifically eight emotional cancers that will get you set back and limited and just stuck in a rut unless you recognize it and quickly overcome it. I want to talk to you about these cancers coming to you after this short break. Hey, and we're back. But before we dive into today's content, as always, I would like for those of you who haven't yet subscribed to go ahead and subscribe. That way, as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to receive it. And an invitation for those of you who haven't yet left me a review, which I don't know why. <laughs> if you've been listening and enjoying these episodes, go ahead and do so. That way, um, it helps me know and as well as other people know that you've been enjoying these Episodes. So thank you in advance for that. Now let's talk about emotional cancers. Let's specifically talk about the things that sabotage our way to success. And for a lot of us, what I'm about to say has a lot of overlap to not just your business, but your personal life. So don't feel like, oh crap, like I got to eliminate all of these things at once or, oh man, like all of these things just feel like over, overpowering and overwhelming. Just write down (laughs) what one or two or potentially in many different areas that you're dealing with um, these type of emotional uh, cancers. And we're going to be talking about certain ways that you can overcome it because there's no such thing as no solutions to a problem. So what I'm doing right now, the whole purpose of this is just to bring to the forefront of your mind these emotional cancers, okay? So I'm going to list them all out in advance and we're going to dive into them. And then as we dive into them, we're going to be also coming up with solutions that are going to be really beneficial. But before we get into that, I just want to invite those of you who haven't done so already Go on my website, denisechilee.com, click on courses, and I want to direct you to Amazing Attitudes because I want to be, I delve in a lot more detail about these kind of emotional cancers and just basically how to not let them sabotage your success. So go ahead, check that out. Um, Amazing Attitude, you can find it at denisechilee.com, okay, under the courses tab. So go ahead, check that out. Okay, let's get into it. So um, here's the whole list. Complaining, gossiping, envy, comparing, consuming, doubting, fearing, and hating. So let's go through the list in detail now. Complaining. Now, I think that this is something that I have dealt with my entire life, quite frankly, um, up until just a few years. And I didn't realize how alienating it was to um, my my friends or my family members and how it really blocked me from um, achieving more success. Because think about it, when you're complaining, you're for that moment, you're allowing your brain to stop creatively thinking. And then you're just being transported in a world where you're just feeling stuck, right? And how are people supposed to move when they feel stuck? 
One of the things that I complained a lot when I think about it was, oh my gosh, uh, no one's listening to me. No one's going to pay attention to my content. No one's going to be listening to my my show or whatever I was doing. And in that moment of just complaining and saying, I'm not getting visibility. I'm not getting reached. These numbers are funky. Instead of thinking, wow, like what what was my expectation? Is it realistic that you know, I just do five videos and get a whole bunch of followers. Like, <laughs> and I think for a lot of us, we, we we complain because we're setting up unrealistic expectations of what things are supposed to be or not supposed to be doing. And it's just been my experience that everything works perfectly under God's timing, meaning that when we're complaining, we're basically saying, God, I don't like your timetable or God, I don't like the way things are turning up because it's not aligning to the way I would like it to be. I want to do it my way in my own limited beliefs, like, sorry, my own limited like viewpoint of like what's going on. And that robs God of his ability to bless our lives because we are not, we're taking our limited view and we're making gross generalizations right? So that's why complaining is just not good because we're not just trusting in him, meaning God, right? To just work in and through the situation to a completion. And usually if you're feeling like frustrated, you know, and that's definitely an invitation to take to God in prayer or just in meditation and just, or just asking yourself whether or not your expectations are even realistic. You know, oftentimes when we're complaining and we just sat down and we're honest with each other, I'm sorry, honest with ourselves, we weren't even being realistic. Okay, number two, gossiping. (sighs) Have you ever had like a friend, you know, come to you and they told you about somebody else was in trouble or they lost a lot of money or there was just something really bad that was happening. You're like, did you hear so-and-so blah, 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 right? And for me, that when I hear someone gossiping, I'm thinking to myself, gee, I don't, would you want, like, I don't want someone saying that same thing about me. Like, oh, did you hear Denise lost her job or Denise lost her client or Denise got sued and, you know, and it feels like a violation, right? So when you're complaining, you're basically, and I, and I want to be very transparent. So you guys just understand this. It's like, you're violating someone else's trust in you to confide in you about a situation, right? Now, obviously, if the person said, I don't care, go ahead and tell to anybody, I'm just, you know, it's no big deal, right? But most of the time, if they're sharing something deep and personal, right, they're hoping that it will still stay with you. So, sorry, gossiping is bad because it's a violation of trust. And we don't want to violate people's trust because trust and believe, like, if I'm, I'm confiding in you, right? And then, but I notice that you're constantly gossiping about somebody else to me, right? That makes me realize, oh my gosh, how many times have they been talking about me to other person? How can I really trust and believe that this this person is is, is trustworthy? And and think about that for your business. For me, as a coach, as a mentor, I people know that what 
what they tell me stays with me, right? It's totally confidential. It's built into my contract um, with my clients. I, I maintain that confidentiality. So if like I share stories with you, I may, obviously I won't use the real name or if I, if I am thinking about someone, I may just change a few little details. So I maintain some anonymity. But the point is like that story is still confidential. Like there's nobody here who's you can listen to all of my podcasts right now. I'll no one will ever say, oh wow, you were specifically talking about me because that's not what I do. I keep every I try to keep uh, mix up the store, mix up the details, but still drive home the point of the story. So what I'm trying to say is that if you feel compelled to share like some details with somebody else for the purposes of learning or sharing or tutoring, you do not obviously use real people's name. If you want to use the exact same scenario, um, make sure that um, it's done in a way that people's privacy still stays intact. I don't want you, as you grow your business, to be known as the gossipy, the gossiper, or the tattletale, or you know, you should be known as someone who maintains um, confidentiality. Number three, envy. Envy, oh my gosh, I can sit here and park myself all day and talk about envy. When you first start in business, especially when you first start in business, it feels like everyone is ahead of you. And I'll never forget this, you know, my first year of business and I would just be working. My husband would get home from work and, you know, I couldn't really do anything during the day because my son was very young. He was a baby. I couldn't really do anything. So that was really the only time that I, I could work. And I remember sitting on the computer and opening up the screen and just scrolling down my feed and seeing everybody talk about this month I made $10,000, right? Or I was scrolling down the scene and seeing a very triggering ad like, you don't have to suffer through you know poverty um, in your business or you don't have to suffer through bad clients. Buy this you know solution that will take away all your problems. Like it, it would just and and they would be smiling in the you know in the in the in their yacht or their you know their fancy private jet, um, jet or whatever that was going on or you know they were just looking fabulous and here I am was just thinking to myself. I want what they have. I want what they have now. And when we're in a mode of envy during that moment, we are not a being grateful for what we have presently, right? And the unique journey that we are experiencing because all of our journeys are unique and different, right? We're not being grateful for that. But more importantly, we're making gross generalizations of other people that we observe. Because our, most of the time, like when we're an envious, we're only getting a snippet of the story. Like what, what if, um, for example, this one particular um marketer, I'll just say marketer, you're, you want to be a marketer and you see this one marketer who's just killing it. They're like, they're making all their money and they're always posting their wins and they're telling you about everything that they're doing and just having a great time. But what if I told you that they had a really bad marriage and that they had low self-esteem issues or that they were in tons of debt? Would you still be envious then? Would you? Personally, I wouldn't. I mean, I enjoy having, um, being debt free and I enjoy, you know, having a happy marriage and I enjoy my relationship with my family. And so it doesn't matter how much money they're making, those 
my life wants to, needs to be balanced. So I want you to honestly start thinking about what you're grateful for and being realistic about your current season in your business and understand that everything doesn't have to be done every at once. And you could you should be grateful that of what you have right now. And if somebody's triggering you or making you just feeling envious, my best bet for you, my best piece of advice for you is to hit the unfollow button. <laughs> you can still stay connected with them as a friend or a follower or whatever, but, or you can hit the mute button, whatever. But if something or someone is triggering you, making you envious, the best way to contain that honestly is yes, be grateful. But more importantly, if that's still triggering, hit the unfollow button. You don't have to set yourself up to be triggered all the time. Okay. And actually that that's a beautiful tie into number four is comparing. Uh, it's the same concept, always thinking that you have less than somebody else does and trying to comp- trying to like measure yourself against somebody else and you don't know the, the full story. And so, yeah, if you need to just unmute, I'm sorry, mute or just unfollow, then that's what you need to do because there's no reason to make yourself feel depressed all day, especially on social media. I feel like for social media, for a lot of us, especially in this current stage where we're having all these lockdowns and everyone's at home that we're just stuck online and, you know, going online can really make you feel triggered and upset and angry and and sometimes confused because you may be doubting yourself and you may not really know exactly um, where to go or what to start. And, and, and if you are just been spinning wheels and starting and stopping in, in, in your business, and it, it's clear that you may need some strategy and, um, and I would love to help you with that. I want to encourage you, if you need that support, I would love to help you go ahead on denisechilee.com and hit the work for me tab. And let's, let's schedule a call and talk about things that are going on in your business because there's no reason to just feel like you're stuck alone. You don't have to be stuck and alone. I, I would love to help you in that journey, okay? All right, we are at number five, consuming Oh, this is a hard one for me, consuming. Because I think consuming takes different shapes for different people. For me, consuming means like I'm taking advice from everybody in my business. Like, oh, I need to learn about marketing from this person. Oh, I need to learn about content creation from this person. I need to learn about video creation from this person. And I get to sit there. Honestly, I've been known in the past to just blow a whole weekend just sitting and watching video after video after video after video. That's a form of gluttony, honestly. And so you may think like you're, you need to learn, right? Like there's nothing wrong with, you know, learning and consuming content. Actually, yes, there is. There comes a point when you're over consuming content. I'm just giving this, you know, you can insert whatever advice that you have. But for me, it's just content because you need a moment just to rest. You need a moment to di- digest the information. You need a moment to, to see if it's applicable for your situation and whether or not it works well. Like when we're just consuming and consuming and consuming, like it, we can't breathe. We can't think straight. I, I was listening to my coach tell me like the other day, like she who has the most, uh, who, sorry, she who has the most coaches loses. Meaning that like, if you're just trying to take all this ideas and content from everybody else, it's, it's, you're going to be more like, um, confused 
you know, and mixed up than a bag of fish hooks. Like you're going to just be all over the place because everyone has a strategy that works for them. Just remember this and just hold this, keep this in your mind that I have to share with you. Everyone has a strategy that works for them. So when you're hearing advice about just do videos or just do podcasts or just do emails or, you know what I mean? understand and put it for your filter is that they made a winning strategy that worked for them. Okay. All right. And actually that is a perfect tie in to, um, my last, uh, two I have is, uh, uh, sorry, the my last three is doubting, fearing, and hating. So when, when we're stuck in trying to mimic what somebody else has done and we're consuming all this content and we're just, we're thinking about like whether or not what we're doing is not working. And, you know, we first go into fear, right? Because it's something that we don't understand. Fear, it was told to me, is um, forecasted expectations appearing to be real, right? And then if we fear something, we don't have context and we don't break it down, we start to hate it. We start to hate it because we're like, I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. I I reject things that don't make sense to me, right? And contempt starts breeding because we just don't understand it. We don't know it. We can't process it correctly in our brains. Trust me, this is just how we work as human beings. We haven't evolved where we can allow our higher self to kind of take over. So when I, what I'm trying to say is that all this, 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 this feeling of doubting and fearing and hating, they're all one and the same. Doubt leads to fear and fear leads to hate. And so if you can just catch yourself before all that, that insanity starts building up in your mind, then you know you will be in a much better place. And so I just want to just emphasis and just drive home the point that you are where you need to be at this current season in your life. Again, let me repeat this. You are where you need to be in this current season in your life. And trust me, like obviously I know that if you're listening, you want to grow your business. Yeah, I I get it, right? But for a lot of us, we can't grow our business unless we start to emotionally mature and develop. And so part of my responsibilities as a coach is that, yeah, I want to teach you about like the technicals about, you know, how to, you know, show up and make offers and connect with the right people. Right. But I don't want you to neglect, you know, maturing yourself emotionally in the same way, right? Those are so, that's so important too. Do, don't neglect that. That's all, these are all connected, right? I want you to focus on, yes, the technicals about how you grow your business and what you need to do, but I also want you to stay, fo- like always be on the road about, on the Grove, rather, Grove Road, my goodness, I'm having a hard time today. I, I I continually want you to be on the road to emotional maturity. It is something that it's really going to help you weather the storms of life. And for a lot of us, like we are just beginning our business journey. For a lot of you guys who are listening, you are just beginning. You are, you are baby business people and you're going to be going through a lot. Trust and believe you're going to be going through a lot. So it really helps 
if you know you kind of put things in perspective about what you should be experiencing at your current stage of business, which for a lot of you guys, I honestly, the only thing you need to be expecting of yourself is just having an attitude of gratitude and being consistent. So I'm going to go through all the cancers all over again. And, um, you know, you just kind of write down which ones just really popped out your mind on like, okay, I really need to kind of like develop a plan to just really, you know, tackle it as soon as these emotions kind of raise their ugly heads, you know? So here we go. Complaining, gossiping, envy, comparison, consuming, doubting, fearing or hating. So you write down right now what really kind of clicked in your mind like, oh, wow, I really, this is definitely something that I struggle with and get a plan, write a plan about how you want to deal with this because I want you to be successful. I want you to grow. I want you to be more mature, not just professionally, but emotionally. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I enjoy talking with you. If you've got any questions or comments, please shoot me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. I love receiving your messages and I just, every time I like get an email from one of you guys who have been listening, like it's like, wow, it's a little surprise. So I love engaging with you guys. So thank you so much for that. And um, follow me on Facebook if you haven't done so already. And I want to make sure that I fully support you. So do not hesitate to reach out to me if you just need a little bit more support. I've got tons of solutions. I know that's going to help you. So that is it. Thank you again for listening. Take care and be awesome.